You said something that I feel like is hitting the nail on the head. You said it's easier to just keep doing it myself. <laughs> Easy in that I've done it for a long time. Right. Not that it's going to open up more space and not that it's going to expand our business, not that it's going to speed things up. For some of the most pivotal years of my life, tears were tucked back and hidden behind a masquerade of being tough. Being a warrior, someone who could hustle, work hard, and get things done. But it wasn't until I started to get more in tune with who I really am that things took off in my business. Welcome to I Might Cry, a podcast exploring how heart, mind, body, and spirit are all deeply woven into the way we do business. With guest interviews from experts in business strategy, therapy, emotional intelligence, the human body, and so much more. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marks of Almond Leaf Studios. I've been capturing luxury weddings around the globe for decades and now have the privilege of educating others on how to build and grow profitable business doing what they love. I'm on a journey of self-discovery, of becoming more of the uniquely beautiful, messy, and complex human that I was created to be. And I want to invite you to do the same. Join me on this adventure of uncovering the walls we've built that keep us stuck in patterns of limitation so that we can journey into living life with arms and hearts wide open. Let's venture into this together. On today's episode, I have David here with me. Again. Looking at me like I'm crazy. (laughs) I'm not looking at you like crazy. <laughs> I, I sleep until two in the morning. Been yeah, watching show. some Netflix after a wedding that we shot. It's not TV. Not, it's HBO. Okay. <laughs> not Netflix. I want to talk about the concept of slowing down to speed up. I think it's a really, really big one, and I have loved. Sound effects. Sound effects by David. (laughs) I've loved, oh man, like the joy that I have. I could just cry right now just like thinking about how proud I am of the people that are in my mastermind right now and just witnessing them do this. Like they're executing this concept. Like they are in it with like slowing down in your business, in your life in order to speed up. And people used to talk about that and I would get so frustrated. Like, what does that even mean? And I don't understand like, and why can't I just speed up? Like, I don't want to slow down to speed up. I just want to speed up, like forget the slow down part. So I think it'd be a really interesting conversation to kind of like talk about and normalize some of the process of that, the emotions that can come up because I have been kind of nudging you towards some of this in a very practical way in our business for a while. And you've been in the thick of that process. So before we kind of get into that, what I want to say about slowing down to speed up is that a lot of times, if you really want to grow your business or take off in a certain way or certain area, you kind of need to like pause and slow down and do the work and like set some systems in place. You need to slow down and hire some people. You need to create a workflow for things. You need to install some automation in an area, like whatever the goal is that you're moving towards. Sometimes you need to pause and put a lot more time and energy and effort into it in a way that like you invest that once and then it allows you to like save all this time on the back end. But it can be really tempting when you're in the thick of that or it doesn't work out perfectly the first time to be like, screw this, throw in the towel. I'm just going to do it all myself for the rest of my life. But when you sit with the discomfort of that and you move through the discomfort of that, 
there's so much available on the other side of that. For example, we looked back on our numbers last year. We had hired three people and it was terrifying to hire those people. I had no idea if we would be able to afford them. We just kind of took some blind faith leaps and felt like, yes, this is the right next step. We're doing this. We're going for it. And then we looked at back on the end of it and we had almost, not quite, but almost doubled our income at the end of the year, like the gross amount that we brought in, which is pretty mind-blowing to me where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And then also to realize at that same time, I have cut my work hours that I'm working on this business like by a third. There's so many fewer hours each week that I work on Almond Leaf Studios on our wedding business than I ever have before. And so somehow we had slowed down prior to all of that, like that big expansion, that big kind of like burst of like things are moving forward. It was a huge slowdown process for me in the first mastermind that I ever participated in, like truly slowing way down and like prioritizing things, like doing some deep inner work, because a lot of healing of like, why am I not able to make these decisions or hire where I need support or outsource certain things? So I had to really slow down way, way, way down on an internal level, but also on an external level and, and really kind of create like... I got to spend a week figuring out what I want my workflow to look like so that then I can hand it off to somebody. So without continuing my ramble about all of that, my question to you is what has it felt like for you? What has that process been like for you to be in a season of slowing down, to hire some support, to create some more structure and some more support in your workflow with the video side of things? Mm -hmm. What has that been like? And how are you feeling about it all? <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah, it's tricky because for me, I mean, I don't run the business, you run the business. So all of what I'm looking at is within the creative piece that is a wedding video. So looking for people to shoot and people to edit so that we can take on more weddings without taking on more weddings. And that's been definitely difficult to give up that control and like hiring or finding the right people but I remember you saying like when it comes to shooting like you can teach people how to do that what you're looking for is really good nice kind people mm -hmm. who are going to show up represent your and brand represent really well. as yeah. well so find somebody like that and then teach them how you shoot. Like, I mean, you don't need to find somebody who's never shot before, but like mm -hmm. find somebody who's doing what you do, but they don't have to even be anything like you yet. Like, and then show them how to shoot the way that you shoot. So it feels like your work. So yeah, that's been, let me back up because it hasn't actually happened yet. <laughs> We've had three or four or five people book another lead shooter mm -hmm. and we do that at a discount to allow so people know like that it's not going to be well there's not it's not a discount it's just different yeah. different prices yeah, so, yeah yeah it's not a discount it's just a different price right for me to be there is one price for somebody else to be there is different just because uh, of the level of experience right. too that you have that you bring to the table and so i found a person who is willing to do that and is good at it but of course, I mean, they're not available for the first two. So I shot those anyway, <laughs> but they will be doing the next three coming up and that will be a fun learning. It is a lot of communication. And we also hired a guy that's 
going to start doing some more editing. That is hard as well because everybody edits differently. And what are the things that go through your brain as you're like ready to hand it off? Well, I did this one very differently than probably most would. I was cool with giving this person complete creative control the first time because that helped me learn what I was working with. If it came back and I was like blown away and it was better than anything I could ever do, then I would just be like, sweet, like you're hired forever. This is amazing. And I was really hoping that that would be the case. But it wasn't. It wasn't something that I was thrilled with. I think he was trying to lean into my style, but it's probably not his wheelhouse. And so I told him that. I said, you know, from here on, I'll give very specific pointers. Like, this is how I would like to begin a video. This is kind of the arc of my storytelling. And this is what I'm looking for, these types of interactions, these sorts of moments. And I'm going to get way more specific with this one and then talk about color correcting, you know, all those sorts of things. And it's definitely at the very beginning of that. And it's a lot of hard work and I don't Mm -hmm. like hard work. (laughs) So in some ways, it's much easier because I like easy to just do it myself, which is, and I have done that. Like I literally took that other video and just did it myself after he sent it to me, which was probably not the right thing to do, but it's part of the learning process. And I do think that as I send more his way, I mean, I'm still going to pay him to do all of this. And in time, hopefully it, it will start to feel like Almond Leaf's brand. Okay, so you said something that I feel like is hitting the nail on the head. You said it's easier to just keep doing it myself. (laughs) Easy in that, like, I've done it for a long time. Right. Not that it's going to open up more space and not that it's going to expand our business, not that it's going to speed things up. But yeah, I think it's that slow, like what you're saying, it's that slowing down to try to come up with a way. So like, let's say that editor is no longer my editor a year from now. If I have all the pieces in place at that point that I can hand to a new person, then hopefully I don't have to do that again. Well, let's just like paint the picture because you're in the thick of it right now. Like you're in the thick of like the slowing down part. So you're not in the like speeding up, right? right? Like you're not for this specific thing. Like our business is in the speeding up part because we've I've done a lot of different work on the back end prior to that. So we kind of have this like both and juxtaposition right now of like we're in the speeding up and also you're in the slowing down. (laughs) Like both are equally happening simultaneously. But I want to like focus on painting the picture of like what's possible, like what the future is, what the goal is with this. And I see this happen all the time with like coaching clients too. When you're in the thick of like, I've got to slow down, I've got to put in more work when I'm already overwhelmed and exhausted that's not fun. That doesn't feel good. You know, it's that slowing down. Like that's the frustration that I used to have with like, but I don't want to slow down. I just want to go to the speed up. I want to just jump that and go to the speed up part. Like forget the slowing down part. I don't want that. And you're literally in the slowing down part where you're like tempted to say like, oh, I'll just do it myself. Like this is not worth it. I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself. Same thing goes with outsourcing editing for photographers, for like hiring a team member. Like that process can be messy. It can be hard to find the right person. And when you're in the thick of that, it can be easy to be like, oh, well, I'll just keep doing it all myself. And then and months and months go by and you realize, 
oh, I'm still not keeping up with the workflow and and keeping up with like the timelines. And clearly I cannot actually manage all of this and give my clients the best service possible. So when you're in that, my nudge would be to like go back to just like painting the picture of what's the goal, you know, because it's so easy to just like take the reins back and like step out of your leadership of like directing somebody else to help you. And just be like, well, I'll just do it myself. I'll just, I'll just handle it myself. But when you can picture like what's possible where like you could create a system where you have such a team around you to support you with the editing, with the shooting that you get to like have more days with our kids and still be managing the business. Like that's the goal. So just staying focused on that, I think can be really helpful in the moment and having people around you that like, or reminders in whatever way to remind you that like, I don't want to stay stuck in this. I don't want to keep repeating it because it is easier if you want to keep handling your business the way that you're handling it. But if you're actually desiring something different, a different outcome, you have to handle it differently. You have to do something differently. I want to give a specific example too, because you talked about like creating the process and all of that. We talked just the other day about creating SOPs, which if you're not familiar with an SOP, it's a standard operating procedure. It is something that has been really valuable in our business that I knew nothing of just a few years ago. Anytime we create something or do an activity or a task more than once in our business, we create an SOP, a standard operating procedure, because what that does is it allows us to have all that information so that let's say that one of the team members on my team is not able to show up or they're on vacation for two weeks and there's a task that didn't get handled. Anybody could come in. So P makes it so that you don't have an SOB moment. (laughs) (laughs) So they can come in. You've been just like holding out on that joke. You couldn't wait to like, couldn't couldn't wait. Um, To, yeah, to be able to come in and they have very specific instructions of like exactly what needs to happen and how it needs to go down. So my challenge to you was like, as you're giving this guy feedback with the editing process and you're like, okay, next time I'm going to like be really specific. I want this and this and this, and this is how I do this. And this is what I like here. And this is what my preference is for that. Instead of just like telling him once, like put it in a Google doc and label it so that you can find it easily. And then you're still doing the same amount of work. You're still just communicating it to him, but just be strategic about that. Like create it as an SOP so that then next time you can hand it back off. You can say, Hey, don't forget to reference this Google doc, even if it's the same person. Or if in a year later you do switch editors or you hire two more editors or whatever, like now you have all of that done because you slowed down to create the system, to create the SOP, to create a workflow where they're tagged in and tagged out and tasks are handed off. No balls are getting dropped because you created that. You had to slow down to create that process first so that you can speed up later and have more time and more freedom and more finances. Anything else you want to add to that? I do think that it's hard. It's not easy to slow down to do that. Yeah. The hope is that it's rewarding in the end. Well, thank you for letting me ask you the question and just kind of normalize the process. That was my hope and my intent with it is just that it is a, yeah, it's not necessarily like a fun process to like have to slow down to speed up, but there's so much available on the other side of it. So And I'm seeing that, like I said, I'm seeing that with my mastermind students. I'm seeing it with coaching clients. I'm seeing it in our own business. Like, it's so good. It's so worth it. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything. (laughs) I mean, you can't be healthier tomorrow. Like, you just have to take these steps that make you healthier. 
you know, if I wanted to become a marathon runner, like I'm going to run a mile and then I'm going to try to run two miles. <laughs> and it's going to take a lot of time before all of a sudden I'm a fast runner. It's the accumulation of 1%. You know, the studies that have been done that talk about like 1%. If you add 1% more today, like that 1% accumulates over the year to be quite a lot more. And you see a lot more change. Mm-hmm. So if you keep it manageable with like bite size, like 1%. Crypto. Yeah. <laughs> 1%, let's not go on that tangent. We don't know what we're doing with crypto. <laughs> we are not here to be your crypto experts for sure. But if anybody is, please reach out to us. <laughs> All right. Thank you, friends, for being here. If you have any questions, if you want to know more about slowing down to speed up, please let us know. Reach out. You can find us both on Instagram or on the podcast. Peace and hair breeze. See ya next time. Woot. If you enjoyed this podcast today, do us a favor and hit subscribe and then leave us a review. If you're looking for more, you can find us at almondleafstudios.com or on Instagram at almondleaf. Remember, you are enough. You are love, you are light, and you are worthy simply because you exist.